0: You're tuned to The Drive on your 24-7 home of the black and gold.
1: Steelers Nation Radio. And we're back. I'm Dale Lolly here with Matt Williamson. We're pleased to be joined at this time by Bob Labriola, the esteemed Editor of Steelers Digest <laughs> and Steelers.com. What I, can you be steamed? Do you have to be steamed? Bob's probably, is
0: probably honked off. You're S-steemed probably a little steamed after old. what
1: happened on uh, Sunday. I would put it that way. That's...
0: Well, I mean, I was disappointed. I mean, I didn't really, you know, you're hopeful, um, you know, for uh, the the best possible outcome, but I mean. You know, expecting them to go to Kansas City and beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. I mean, I think that that's, um, you know, a little bit over the top. Uh, But the performance was just awful. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I thought the, I mean, the offensive performance was the kind of the season in a nutshell. Um, You know, nothing early. Uh, We'd seen that show many, many times. It was like watching reruns of Cheers or something, you know. They were funny the first time. Oh, it's kind of clever, and then it's just okay. I've seen this. I've seen this. I've seen this. Let's uh, let's try something different, fellas. Like <laughs> yeah, scoring well. Early.
0: <laughs> but that didn't uh, that didn't happen. Right, and um, you know the the really disappointing thing to me. I mean, there were a lot of things that were disappointing, but I and mean, then this is just my personal um, the receivers.
2: Yeah, in this game, you know the drop prepared. passes,
0: the uh, the the jump balls or. Combat catches or whatever that weren't made, um, you know. You, you you need you know to go and beat on the ro- to go on the road and beat the Chiefs in the playoffs. You need guys to do things even above and beyond, you know, what they're normally capable of. Um, and you know, again, disappointing. I keep using that word, you know, but it, I, I just kind of thought uh, the. The whole offensive unit let the quarterback down on his last game. You know, what I kept thinking, um, as that game was going on, you know, as the second quarter, then into the third quarter, and I'm thinking, is this gonna be Jacksonville, Miami, uh, where the Jaguars beat Marino in his last game like sixty to seven.
1: I think it was sixty two to seven, yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah. Okay. What's two points do. among friends? <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, um, it didn't get to that point. But uh, you know, um, so I've oh, been asked
2: well. this many times, Labs. Uh, this season as a whole, success or not?
0: Well, I mean, I think that um, I wouldn't call it a success but I do think that there were some things accomplished Mm -hmm. um, that were, you know, worthwhile. Uh, Yeah, and, you know, the way the season unfolded uh, and, you know, a lot of those things. Now, you know, there are no moral victories in the NFL, and I get all that. They don't grade on a curve, as Mike Tallman said. Thank God they did that when I was in school. Um, (laughs) But, um, you know, I, I, I do think that, the way they finished the season especially in light of how they finished last season uh there was a considerable improvement there and you know they got into the playoffs and yeah. um played a lot of young players you know players i get it prepared for the right. future right yeah, i get it that um you know there was a 17 playoff field in each conference this year and you know so there were some uh, mitigating mitigating circumstances that helped them But, you know, it is what it is. They made the playoffs. And so uh, I do think that, you know, that is an accomplishment. Now, you know, the performance was just abysmal.
1: Yeah. um, Your point, Bob, I mean, you know, all we heard about uh, the previous couple of years was, oh, the Steelers have faded in December. They've they've fallen short down the stretch. Well, that didn't happen this year. They won their final two games. They won three of their last four to get into the playoffs, games they had to have. They 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 made the playoffs with a schedule that everybody at the beginning of the season said, Boy, this is gonna this is gonna be a really tough schedule. Well, they won nine and a half games playing that schedule and made the postseason.
2: They were eight, four and one in their last thirteen. Right. You know, people forget about that. That's a pretty good that's a decent stretch no matter who you play and how the games go.
1: You and know? so yeah, and, and to Matt's point, I think there were some so you, you, you now have that to fall back on, you know, even though you don't have that quarterback anymore. You got a lot of these guys on that roster experience in not only playoff games themselves, but some playoff type atmospheres before that in the division. Within the division, mm-hmm. you and you swept the Browns and Ravens.
0: Yeah, that 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 was another thing I was going to bring up too was uh, you know all the predictions of them finishing last in the in the division, winning you know, five games in the division. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and I I do think. Uh, Certainly going forward, it seems to me anyway that um, whoever was predicted to be the best team in the division uh, 2021, it is the Cincinnati Bengals. And I think that's going to be for a while now because of that quarterback they have. He's the best quarterback in the division. Um, uh, Looking around the AFC, uh, and I'm just doing this real quick. I didn't really give too much thought. But to me, there's only two guys in his league in the AFC. Are the they, guy are they in playing Buffalo, against each
2: other? And they're playing league? against Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. um,
0: um, but, I mean, you know, I, I've said this before. Um, that guy, Joe Burrow, is going to be a problem for the Steelers and Steelers fans for a while. Because beyond his physical talent, he has that charisma, Um, or whatever it is, I call him the Pied Piper. He is a guy that those Bengals teammates will follow. Now they believe in him. And I think that that guy, Burrow, has an opportunity to do for the Bengals to a lesser degree that Joe Green did for the Steelers. He can be the player to lead them out of of the dark ages. Yep, yep. Now, I don't know that they're gonna win four Super Bowls in six seasons and <laughs> you know, dominate a decade of the league or anything. I'm not going that far. But what I'm saying is, you know, you look at the Bengals franchise to this point in the, in it in its existence, and you know, it's pretty dreary. Not as dreary as the first forty years of Steelers franchise history, but dreary nonetheless. And um I really I mean I, I again, um this guy, he's he's it. You know when when fans want to talk about franchise quarterbacks, look at him. That's 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 what you're talking about. You're not talking about Jared Goff, you know, or some of these other guys, Yahoo's, Daniel Jones, um, other picks, other guys who were picked highly. That that's not a franchise quarterback. Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. That's my list of you know the new young guys. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Is the problem then does it, does it then become Bob? Uh the Steelers have had two of those guys in their history. One was picked first overall. The other one was picked 11th overall. And the Steelers just don't they they rarely pick that high.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, um that that that's certainly going to uh, the degree of difficulty um you know, rises considerably when you don't have those kinds of picks. But um, there are ways to win without a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, it it does happen. And uh, so I I just, I I don't buy into the narrative of, you know, this team is nothing, you know, until they get the next Ben Roethlisberger or the next Terry Bradshaw uh, because that, that's, it's just not realistic you don't you you just those those kinds of guys don't come around that often and even if they do come around um you have to have the opportunity to pick them I mean uh you know I knew that um let me see I knew that you know Dan Marino I could look and see you know Dan Marino's a great quarterback but if you don't have the opportunity to draft him um you know, it's a whole different there's a two prong thing with um, adding a franchise quarterback, a legitimate franchise quarterback, scouting him, identifying him, and then having the opportunity to pick him. and so right you For, know, to to your point, picks, the
1: Steelers brought Patrick Mahomes in on a player visit. visit, yeah. Pre-draft, they obviously liked him, Mm. but you got to have the opportunity to draft him. They weren't trading up to ten to get him at the time, not from thirty. Right, right, Ben and board, (laughs) right.
0: And 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 that's the thing. So um, you know, I don't I don't buy the fact that you know the Steelers are now going to be in the going back to the dark ages until they find another first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback. Um, Because personally, I think you know, for the next period, I don't know how long that period's going to be, let's consider it a short period for the purpose of this discussion. Uh, the alpha dog on the offense is number 22. Uh, and, you know, the Steelers showed that you can win a couple of Super Bowls going that route, too, because mm. Bradshaw was a passenger on those first two trains, Um
1: well, that's blasphemy, Bob. <laughs> you
0: know how to say that, yeah. Well, uh, um, it's history,
1: Dale. <laughs> it's I know yeah. that and you know that, but I'm just saying it's <laughs> blasphemy in some circles.
0: <laughs> well, that's fine. They can, you know, uh, bay at the uh, moon or, you know, uh, bray in the meadow or whatever. <laughs> but um, it is it is a fact. And so because I've, I've actually had a couple of people on those teams uh, who also have gold jackets tell me the very same thing. So I'm I'm very confident uh, in saying that and defending it if I have to. But anyway, um, so, you know, again, I, I, I'm not trying to diminish the task at hand for the Steelers or, you know, predict it's gonna be easy, or I'm not forecasting any parades in downtown Pittsburgh, you know, in the next couple of Februarys, or any of that kind of stuff. Um, but again, you know, the sky isn't falling Uh, There is a lot of work to
2: do, however. So, Labs, free agency is the next step here, and it's right around the corner. It'll be here before we know it. The Steelers have an unusual amount of cap space for what we've been accustomed to with this team. And if your role within the organization changed and they said, hey, Labs, we need you to acquire some talent from outside the organization, what positions would you be looking to add?
0: Well, let me just say this. Then the sky would be falling. (laughs) Well put me in charge of that. But...
1: Hey Ernie, um, of course he was a was a scribe who went on to become a, a GM. Why not um, you?
0: So I was Bill Nunn, but <laughs> not a GM. But a far better judge of talent than me. Um, let me say this, you know, and I don't know what's going to be available. So yeah, we don't even talk about the names.
2: Of, I mean, all things being equal. No, no, you know, uh, what I understand. I'm talking yeah. about
0: the positions too. Right, right. Basically, and um, but you know, all things being equal you know, I'm looking for defensive linemen first, hmm. first, first, first free agency. Uh, when you're, uh, when you get to the draft, you know, I'm looking at the, uh, you know, I got an eyeball on the list of defensive linemen, um, all the time because, you know, the whole, and this is my opinion on this too. I, this is, I'm not as adamant about this as I am about Franco Harris to me the um, the structure of the Steelers' defense, the, um, the way it's built, or the, the way it's supposed to be built to succeed. You know, if you want to have those kinds of inside linebackers that the Steelers have on their roster, you better have some guys up front that are going to kick some butt on a regular basis. Because if I got to listen to one more ex Steeler player tell me that Devin Bush gets engulfed by 325-pound guards, (laughs) Uh, I'm going to just ask who's ever paying this person uh, to make these comments, you know, or they think they're getting their money's worth from that. You know, um, everybody knows that. How could you, you know, how can you expect a 215-pound inside linebacker to take on guards or whatever over 100 pounds heavier than them and win those battles? Certainly not on a consistent basis. You just can't. And so, um, you know, and one of those guys on the 70s teams, Jack Ham, told me a long time ago, he said that there were games in the 70s, and he played on the side uh, of that steel curtain where Greenwood was the end and Joe Green was the tackle. And Ham said there were times he got almost through the entire first half where he was not touched <laughs> by an opposing <laughs> offensive lineman. Wow. Not touched. And that's why, boy, you know, Jack Ham, he ran around and made a lot of tackles. Well, duh. <laughs> you know, I mean. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's the way it was designed, yeah.
0: He'll right. tell you why. And so um, that's why defensive lineman, defensive lineman, defensive lineman. Uh, is to me is the number one and I don't know how many you got to pick or I'm not going there but mm-hmm. uh, areas um, uh, also I would think that um, I, I would look at offensive linemen and free agency because drafting more of those guys then you're going through the same thing again young inexperienced um, and being on the Uh, in the locker room with Wolfley and Starks you know I got those guys to explain to me this that every time you know everybody falls in love with this motion stuff pre snap motion uh, didn't that look good all the window dressing but they said well max said that every time when they when you run a guy in motion in the backfield every time he crosses the center the entire all, all of the blocking assignments may change. The center's identification of the Mac linebacker may change. So um, you know that's 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 nice all the motion and stuff, but it also is complicating things for all these young and young and inexperienced offensive linemen. So that's why I want I don't want to draft more of them necessarily. I think they've got a nice group of young guys that they can develop and maybe build around, but you need some experienced people now to plug in there too. You know, young guys, if you can find them, again, young guys still um, on the come, as the scouts say.
2: Would you start at center on that project?
0: Well, um, I'm going to tell you this. Uh, What I think about it, what you think about it doesn't matter because the head coach likes number 53 at center. Um, and he talks about he talked about him having well, be careful be careful or listen closely to what I'm saying so that you don't miss because he didn't compare him to Marquise Pouncey he said he has a lot of the physical skills that Pouncey brought to the position to me that's a big difference so I do believe and this is just my sense that. Kendrick Kendrick Green is going to get an off-season to learn uh, because I think there are, uh, again, Max and Wolfley told me that there are techniques that you can teach a guy like him how to anchor and not get blown into the backfield. Plus, uh, he can get stronger, uh, get a little bit more used to some of the things that a center faces, the opposing defense as opposed to what a guard faces from the opposing defense and so i don't think that that's going to be a one-and-done um experiment to use a word Hmm. that i just don't believe it is so um so no then i'm not because to me that's wasted that's wasted effort you know the 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 Steelers in the 80s the the when the there was a disconnect between Chuck Knoll and the personnel department. You know, you can't have that where one group thinks one thing and the head coach thinks something else because then you're just spinning your wheels. And so my uh, opinion of that would be if the coach thinks that this guy can develop into a center, then I'm not bringing in people um, like the guy from Iowa. Tyler Lindenbaum is the name that I keep getting already. Mm-hmm. Am I correct with that name? Yes. Yep, I, yep. There, okay. Stud center I'm not prospect, I'm not yeah. I'm not spending a first round draft pick on him. Um because to me that's a wasted pick. If you know the head coach believes that Kendrick Green um can develop into the into the job. So to answer your question, it was a long-winded way to get to it. No, I'm not looking for a center, mm-hmm. or not, certainly not a starting caliber one. <clears throat> and um, and I don't know that I would draft a center on the first round anyway. I mean, Mike Webster and Demarney Dawson weren't first-round picks. Uh, I don't know that it's necessary to pick a center first.
1: Bob, you, you brought um, up uh, the draft. Okay. And... Uh, you just said you wouldn't you wouldn't take a center in the first round. Am I crazy? I brought this up a few weeks ago, that if there's a stud wide receiver in the first round available. Am I crazy to say that you that, that you take that guy if there's another Chase or there's another Jefferson or one of those gonna, guys.
0: That, that was examples. the name that was right on the tip of my tongue. Yes. But he's gotta be like that. I mean, he's gotta be someone who has difference-making physical skills right off the bat before he learns a thing. You know, he's got to be either, um, you know, I don't know, Tyreek Hill, fast, or Jamar Chase, dynamic, or you know, I'm trying to think of other guys, Justin Jefferson, uh, Stephon Diggs. You know, one of these kind of people.
2: At a minimum, um, height, weight, speed, guy. I mean, traits. the right, Absolutely. With. Right. absolutely. Right, right. You know, a
0: guy, a guy that um, you know, Tom Donahoe. Tom Donohoe always used to say, "My wife knows he's a good player." Somebody like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That I'll pick him. You don't need yeah. right. Um, kind of like 2004 training camp, when, uh, watching the uh, positional drills, individual drills. And you're looking at the four quarterbacks: Brian St. Pierre, Charlie Batch, Ben Roethlisberger, and Tommy Maddox. I mean, with one eye open, my I could look at those four and tell, you, yeah. and tell you who was the best one <laughs> right, of that group. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, so that's yes, Dale. Sometimes if scouting kind, is that
2: simple. By the way, like, well, if I pick um, my, but, my, my son and say, or my daughter, who knows nothing, and say, who do you who do you want to not play against, Tom? Huh? You know. I don't want to play against seven. He's better than all the other guys. It's that quick. We're done. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, But you know, if you have that kind of uh, player sitting there for you, twentieth, yeah. There's there's really nothing uh, in terms of position that I wouldn't consider. uh, You know, center. As I said, Mm -hmm. um,
1: running back, tight tight end, running back,
0: running back, tight end. You never believe in a tight Uh, end in
1: the first round, though. So that's nothing new there.
0: Well, uh, my point on that was always this: if you can tell me he's the next Teeth Miller, I'm in. But if he's not, I'm not interested. Uh, and I really like, I really like the tight ends they have now. I think they're a nice little yeah. I think they're set up well there.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I bet they don't add anything there. I think they're probably very happy with what they have.
0: And I, I think they should be. Yeah, because even Kevin Rader is. Absolutely.
2: um Yeah. I think Gentry's very... one of the best stories of the year. When
1: you got a you, you had a guy on the on your practice squad all season in Sternberger who had some pedigree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like they just they up. just resigned him yesterday. So I mean they've got they've got four guys there who are NFL caliber
2: tight ends. Be camp yeah. And, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: They don't need to add anything there. But outside, um, of that, I agree with you. Outside of that, everything else should be on the on the the table. Um, but I think wide receivers. I mean, if you look at the last few drafts. Mm-hmm. Where some of those stud wide receivers went, twenty's not a bad spot to be. A lot of
2: them are between twenty and fifty. Yeah, you're right. You know, I mean, a lot of them. But I think a lot of that um, also depends. Did you did you already bring Juju back by the time the draft? I don't even goes care or about or that, honestly. Yeah.
1: If you can add if if you can add one of those dynamic playmakers again, you're, mm-hmm. you, to me you're building that nest around the the quarterback. Yeah. If you can make things easier on your quarterback to make plays, and and that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. You, know,
2: you, you both because have referenced you, Burrow. I mean, the
1: Bengals convinced me this year. Right. The I heck say, with the of offensive line. Thing, right. Let your quarterback get sacked 50 times. We got that guy. I got
2: three of those <laughs> dudes that are hard to deal with.
0: You know. Well, and you know, you talk about making it easier. Um, it also makes it easier for the offensive linemen. Right.
1: Right. right.
0: Because oh, yeah, yeah. they're not going to line up one-on-one on that guy. I mean, Jamar Chase isn't going to be drawing too much single coverage. Um because I don't think Jalen Ramsey even wants too much of that for sixty minutes. Mm. Uh, so yeah, if if the defense has to commit more people to cover, that's fewer people that they have to go after your quarterback.
1: Bob, uh, we're gonna let you go. We appreciate you stopping by, and I hope uh, hope you're feeling better. Hope the voice is completely back, and uh, sounds like it is. Yeah.
0: Well, you know. Um, it's getting there. I just wish <laughs> it sounds good. I just wish um, you know sometimes better things would come out of my mouth, but I don't think that's my voice. That's more the head.
1: Uh, we'll we'll catch up with you down the road here, maybe in another month or so, Bob, and uh, get a chance to, to uh, watch some of the Senior Bowl stuff. Let the, let the smoke settle a little bit more uh, uh, on what this season was, and we'll have a better idea of where this team is uh, is headed and how it's going to get there.
2: Labs, who's your Super Bowl pick real quick? Well, um, I
0: I, kind of went with this team when we were talking about the start of this regular season. Um, You know, I said I thought Josh Allen was the toughest quarterback on the Steelers' schedule um, this this season. So I'm going to stick with the Bills. I mean, I really like the Bills. I'm with you. Um, uh, I don't know if they can – I would certainly. I'll certainly be rooting for the Bills if they play Tom Brady's team. I can tell you that. <laughs>
1: I don't think Tom Brady's team is going to make it there. I. They get I don't some. Know if they'll be around next week. Yeah, I guess they got a tough road, and uh, well, they're missing some guys uh, who are yeah, key players. Yeah. So there's, there's eight good teams oh, yeah. left,
2: though.
0: Yeah, this is um, this divisional round weekend for me. Is <clears throat> I don't know. I think I might enjoy the divisional round weekend more In terms of a fan watching games on t v uh, more than any
2: other weekend of the playoffs, I'd be shocked if there's um, any blowouts you know I mean we saw a lot of yeah, good of games teams, last week
0: yeah. two games each day mm-hmm. um yeah, this is uh, i'm I'm ready to hunker down uh for some and watch some football this weekend and you know just watch it as a as a fan instead of charting every play.
1: Yeah, should be a lot of fun, but uh, Bob, we'll catch up soon. Take care. Uh, he is Bob Labriola. Uh, that's Matt Williamson over there. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll be back with more, break down a little bit more of what Bob said and what we th- what we think here and what the uh, – well, there's some mock drafts coming up. Maybe we'll take a look at one of those. Yeah, that's a good idea. We'll do that right after this.